eyes blazes. That's the term we're going to use to start off today's y'all show. Welcome in. Get inside here. Cut that AC up all the way. Get you a cold drink and sit back and enjoy two hours of the all Southern program with your host, John Rawl. I know it's hot for most of you. Most of you are just sweating and you're just, just, just wanting to get inside and maybe go jump in the car, cut that AC on. It's hot. It's really hot across the South. And we've got details on that in just a second. Welcome into the midweek edition of the Y'all Show, where we're going to have Clark Shelton come on in just a few minutes and give us a taste of what's at y'all.com. The ultimate guide of the South is y'all.com. Clark is the editor of y'all.com. He's going to come on and tell us about some of the great articles that you can find, a variety of articles. And don't forget, at y'all.com, you can log on there right now and get access to the Y'all Show. Yeah, we have archives of every show that we've done. We've got great little pictures to accompany each day's broadcast, all at yall.com. If you can remember those four little letters, it's not (laughs) L-O-V-E-E. I can't even spell that word. It's not L-O-V-E anymore. Those aren't the four letters. It's Y-A-L-L, y'all.com. I can spell that one. Of course, isn't it crazy that it's y'all.com? But if you want to spell it out in a text or you want to spell it out in a book or whatever you're writing, it's Y apostrophe A-L-L. We know how to spell, y'all. Unfortunately, the Internet gods didn't create an apostrophe in web addresses. So it's Y-A-L-L dot com, the website. And, of course, at that website, you can also find the contact information. You can email us here, y'all show at y'all dot com anytime you want to. And we welcome that. You can also email me directly if you'd like, john.rawl, J-O-N dot R-A-W-L at Y-A-L-L dot com. We'd love to get your feedback on the show or anything else going on in your life. We want to we want to share it with everybody here on the show that's all about the South. In addition to Clark coming on later this hour, we also have our ACC Spotlight. Jonathan Life, he's done gone to the beach this week, and so he's not going to be here to talk about the Atlantic Coast Conference, but I do have some news on the ACC front, including some injuries that we'll report on all that coming up at the end of this hour when we have our ACC Spotlight. And when we get to hour two of today's y'all show, we've got hashtag hullabaloo. And then we'll go right back to Music City. I got a whole bunch of things to ask Precious Harris about as she'll be on with the Nashville Music Line. All that in today's second hour of the show that's all about the Southeast. Again, our number, 803-816-1170. Instagram, Twitter, we can be found at Y'all Show. You can also find us on a couple of apps on your iPhone or your smartphone and or your iPad. Just go into the Apple Podcast app, also the iHeartRadio or the TuneIn Radio apps. Search for Y'all Show, and the show is a free download sitting there waiting on your ability to just punch a little button it might say like it might say subscribe it's free of charge and it's a way for you to keep up with everything southern right here on the y'all show and again thank you to all of you who listen to us each and every day and thank you to our great affiliates across the south that carry us we have some big news on the affiliate front that we're going to share later this week when it comes to the radio part of that is we're just like the fair we're getting bigger and better y'all Well, as we started off kind of hinting, man, it was hot on Tuesday. It was hot Monday as states from Texas to South Carolina were under heat advisories and warnings on Tuesday when it felt like 119 degrees. That's what it felt like in West Memphis, Arkansas. 
And that's what it was like there. That's 48 Celsius, in case you're keeping score at home. And forecasters said even more scorched conditions are possible going into today. The most intense heat on Tuesday was expected to be in Mississippi and right there in West Memphis and the rest of Arkansas, as well as Louisiana and Alabama, and in areas around memphis tennessee that would be west tennessee included in that mix the warnings come after the temperature and humidity combined on a monday for a heat index of 121 degrees in clarksdale mississippi about 50 miles south of memphis on tuesday the heat index in clarksdale 117 oh cooling off by four degrees there 117 degree heat index in clarksdale Cahoma county mississippi in the delta there also pretty hot temperatures recorded in dyersburg tennessee west tennessee there but yeah it is hot it is and most of these areas that i'm mentioning here west memphis and west tennessee north mississippi a lot of these areas really haven't had triple digit temperatures or are right at that borderline of triple digit temperatures most of this summer most of the mid-south if you want to call it has had temperatures more in the 80s low 90s and now combined with the humidity it is hot 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 in fact even on the gulf coast in south alabama and along the florida panhandle the heat index high there as well 117 before noon in mobile on tuesday pensacola saw a heat index of 115 on tuesday forecasters say the heat index is what the temperature actually feels like and actually in birmingham on tuesday a piano playing sidewalk evangelist sought refuge from the sun with two umbrellas one over his head and the other on his sunny side so hey even the preacher men have to be very careful as you have major problems of course with these very hot temperatures you have to be careful about heat exhaustion and heat stroke they're the prime threats during these heat waves we do have one death report in kansas not necessarily in the south a two-year-old boy died there when he was found alone in a parked car in the afternoon heat on sunday but please be careful please take precaution we know that in the south it gets roasting hot here in august it gets roasting hot throughout the summer and as mentioned some of the south really has kind of dodged a bullet for the most part here this summer so be extremely careful out there in the heat no matter what activity or if you have to work please be very very cautious with this very very hot spell that we're going under right now a toxic algae has killed a couple of dogs and this happened in wilmington north carolina their three dogs died earlier this month after swimming in a pond there along the atlantic coast and they became exposed to this toxic algae the pet's owner posted on facebook that the dogs contracted blue green algae poisoning after they swam in this pond around wilmington and the algae killed the parrots within a matter of a couple of hours. Dogs also have reportedly died in Austin, Texas and Marietta, Georgia after swimming in algae-filled waters. Austin has warned pet owners not to let their pets swim in Ladybird Lake as a result of algal blooms. And so be careful. Of course, if dogs are getting sick and dying, I don't think it's all that far-fetched that human beings can have problems as well. But I've seen the images on social media of Austin kind of shutting off some of those lakes around because of these algae and the algae outbreak there. And let's protect our human beings, of course, but let's also protect our our little ones. And I hate to hear any of our canine Americans dying because they went out to do something fun like swim and then they end up getting this algae and, and dying as a result. But of course, 
are humans. We need to be we need to be careful there as well. More stories coming from the old North State. A deputy there has fatally shot a man that he says tried to ram a tractor into his patrol car three times and and nearly rolled it in Randolph County. That's Ashburn, North Carolina. The deputy saw the man driving the tractor erratically Tuesday morning and ended up trying to stop him. The sheriff's office says the man caused damage by driving through a yard before turning the tractor towards the deputy's vehicle. The man rammed the vehicle three times, nearly rolling the patrol car. That's when the deputy says he feared for his life and he shot the driver. The suspect was pronounced dead at the scene. The Randolph County Sheriff's Office hasn't formally identified the man. The deputy now on administrative leave there in Ashboro, North Carolina. Authorities say a longtime sheriff in the state of Georgia has died after what appears to be a self-inflicted gunshot as Washington County Sheriff Thomas H. Smith was found dead at his home over the weekend. The Georgia Bureau of Investigation said in a news release this week that preliminary autopsy results showed that Smith died from a self-inflicted gunshot. The agency released no further details. Now, Sheriff Smith had served as sheriff of Washington County. That's kind of central Georgia, not all that far, I don't think, from Macon, kind of between Macon and Augustus, where you'll find Waco, Washington County, Georgia. He'd served as sheriff for 22 years in Washington County, Georgia. And that's, again, about 120 miles southwest of Atlanta. And Smith was actually the former president of the Georgia Sheriff's Association, which he led in 2004 and 2005 the governor of georgia brian kemp tweeted over the weekend i hope you will join us in praying for sheriff thomas smith's family loved ones and community but this sheriff dying of of, uh, apparently a self-inflicted gunshot in the peach state after many many tries news out of knoxville tennessee on tuesday eric boyd found guilty in the murders of Shannon Christian and Chris Newsom. He received life sentences with the possibility of parole on all 18 murder convictions related to their deaths. A sentencing hearing on the other charges set for September 18th. A Knox County, Tennessee jury that heard a week of testimony began their deliberations earlier this week. And just before noon on Tuesday, the jury had a question that Knox County Judge Bob McGee addressed and the jury returned to deliberations and they ended up laying out their decision. Of course, if you have followed, I think I saw this on Court TV, this case, Boyd, who's serving a federal prison sentence for helping the ringleader of the crimes, LaMarcus Davison, evade apprehension. He's the fifth person to be tried for his alleged involvement in the brutal deaths of Christian and Newsom. And this is a murder that happened years ago in the Knoxville area. These two, I think it was a carjacking gone wrong, and they ended up being just awful murders. Awful, awful, awful. And this guy here had kind of somehow got off in previous trials before Eric Boyd. But now in Knoxville, Tennessee, in this case, it's gotten a lot of attention in East Tennessee. Eric Boyd now found guilty in the Christian and Newsom murders stretching back more than 10 years, I think, when they were found murdered in East Tennessee. Opponents in Tennessee now warn of the abortion ban that's being proposed and that it will cost taxpayers of the volunteer states as abortion rights supporters are warning the lawmakers that the state of Tennessee is likely to lose a legal battle if the GOP-controlled legislature chooses to pass one of the strictest abortion bans in the country. Officials with the ACLU, the National Women's Law Center, and Planned Parenthood issued cautions 
Tuesday as part of a two-day hearing revolving around a potential abortion ban proposal. A couple of Republican lawmakers are trying to garner enough support to ban abortions once a woman learns she's pregnant. Of course, this kind of falls in line with what we've seen in Alabama and Mississippi and in Georgia. Is Tennessee going to be the next state that goes to this kind of measure? Perhaps. But I know in Tennessee that the women on the women's rights side of the argument are holding up signs saying bans off my body, things like that. They don't want to have this go down in the state of Tennessee, and they're threatening that it's going to cost taxpayers big time if indeed this happens. But again, Tennessee's legislature not in session right now, but that will probably be the next big thing in Nashville whenever they get back together, the abortion rights and the lack thereof, perhaps. A Florida home surveillance camera caught an Amazon driver delivering a package. That's not too strange for that to happen. But the Amazon driver then took a bicycle that belongs to the homeowner's daughter. What are you talking about? This happened in Mount Dora, an Orlando suburb. The bike was resting against some trash cans on the driveway of the home in Mount Dora. And that's when the homeowner says she just wants to get the daughter's bike back and isn't even going to press charges with this amazon driver amazon was contacted and the orange county sheriff's office as is kind of looking into this whole thing but deputies were able to track down the driver who told them he thought the bike was being thrown out since it was resting against the trash cans <laughs> homeowner told the driver to, that he promised to return the bike we'll we'll find out uh, the, the homeowner told that the driver was going to return the bike we will find out amazon said the driver is no longer delivering packages for the company well that's good Hey, have y'all started to see more of these Amazon deliveries in your area now that we know that FedEx has kind of cut ties with Amazon? I don't know what the stipulations are to go drive a delivery vehicle for Amazon. But I guess in some of our larger cities of the South, they have these Amazon delivery services going on. And here's a guy that, uh, well, he won't be delivering for Amazon anymore after taking a darn kid's bicycle. What a low life. Hey, we told you the other day back in Tennessee for another headline about Centoya Brown. As she got out of jail, she killed a person, I think, when she was 16 years old in what was like a sex trafficking type situation. And she got commuted, her sentence commuted by the governor, Bill Lee, the other week. And now Brown is now married. She married just the other day, recording artist J. Long, formerly associated with the R&B group Pretty Ricky. And these two are now married. She just got out of jail on clemency after being given a life sentence at the age of 16 and now finding love. And that is amazing. She's got a book called Free Centoya, scheduled for release October 15th through Atria Books. And she was released on probation just last week after getting clemency. Her case drew the attention of celebs like Kim Kardashian West, Rihanna, Snoop Dogg, LeBron James. I think even President Trump may have even said something about her. I'm not sure. But it all lobbied on her behalf. She was a sex trafficking victim at the time. She killed a man back in 2004. And Brown is now 31 years old. She remains on parole for 10 years on condition that she does not violate any state or federal laws. Holds a job and participates in regular counseling sessions. That is great news for her. By the way, the act Pretty Ricky, which originated in Florida, is known for their 2006 single Grind With Me, which hit number seven on Billboard's Hot 100 chart. I don't know that song, Grind With Me, but one of the members of that Pretty Ricky group, Jay Long, now a newlywed to Centoya Brown, 
out of jail and getting ready to put out a book. Man, what a turn for that young Tennessean. Hey, have you heard about the headline coming to us from Arkansas? The lieutenant governor there, his name is Tim Griffin, and he just got promoted this week. Yeah, he got promoted. Not to governor, though. Congratulations to Lieutenant Governor Tim Griffin as he's been promoted to colonel as he's a full bird colonel now in the United States Army Reserve. He got his bird colonel wings spread on him there in the Arkansas State Capitol this week. He served in the military since 1996 and sworn in in front of dozens of Arkansans, including the governor, the state, and U.S. officials this week, sworn in in the rank of United States Army Reserve Colonel 06, Tim Griffin. And by the way, he's keeping his other job, (laughs) Lieutenant Governor of the state of Arkansas, but a great job there. And how about that guy being in the reserves and still serving our state government there in Arkansas, at least. Well, we know about Alabama and Auburn. Oh, my gosh, we're getting so close to the start of college football. Y'all just can't stand it anymore in the Yellowhammer State. Well, that's athletic-wise, man, it's all about Alabama and Auburn. If you live in the state of Alabama, if you go anywhere near the state of Alabama, it's War Eagle or Roll Tide, or should I say Roll Tide or War Eagle. Well, guess what? From an academic standpoint, who's winning that battle? Well, AL.com has done a story this week by Ramsey Archibald looking at the battle between Alabama and Auburn. Who actually is winning the state of Alabama when it comes to the students and where they're going in the state of Alabama. And guess what? Neither Alabama nor Auburn is technically winning when you break it down by counties. These are, in each county of Alabama, they kind of figured out where most of the students are going to college, to, I guess, a four-year college. So in each county of Alabama, they kind of broke it down there. And the number one University in the state of Alabama where kids are going with about 15 and a half counties represented that they have the majority of their students heading there. The Troy State Trojans, number one. Number two, Troy State's old rival in the OVC days, the Jacksonville State Gamecocks. They're number two. is Jacksonville State. JSU's got a big presence in East Alabama, stretching all the way up to Fort Payne, down, to, of course, to Anniston and Oxford, where they're in that area where JSU is located. And Troy, by the way, has the wiregrass area of Alabama saturated. That's where most of every county down there, people staying, of course, close to home, heading there. That's where Troy, and I call them Troy State because I still think of them as Troy State. Sorry, I know they're Troy University, supposedly, but they're a state school. Come on. Auburn is number three, tied with the North Alabama Lions as far as the counties that they have coming from in alabama seven counties have auburn students seven counties in northwest alabama have una students those are your dominant schools in that part of alabama where kids are heading to the crimson tide comes in at five only six counties are primarily going to the university of alabama in the state of alabama and then uab checks in with five counties that's also what the west alabama tigers have they're also got five counties and then it breaks down from there believe it or not auburn montgomery has four and a half counties that half county they share is with troy and i think that's where montgomery they kind of split that county in the south central portion of the state of alabama 
But that's kind of a breakdown of where Alabama students are going to school, in case you really want to know. Auburn has the home base, East Alabama, but also in the north end of Alabama, the northeast corner, we're talking Jackson County, we're talking Madison, where Huntsville is located, and I think Limestone County as well. That is majority Auburn students. More students are going to Auburn University from there than, let's say, UNA or Alabama Huntsville or, Lord knows, even more than the capstone, the University of Alabama. How about that, Crimson Tide fans? I don't think they're hurting, though. They're not going to be crying too much for that. Hey, some football news, but this is in the high school ranks. We told you about this last year. Hard to believe, but we've got some high schools in the South that are shutting down programs. They don't have enough interest. Two Virginia high schools had to cancel their football seasons last year due to a lack of interest. And now, in the days just before kickoff of the 2019 season, the Bland County High School football team has canceled its varsity and junior varsity schedules for this season. As the officials there made the decision when the team's membership dropped below 10 players, and they're not even sure if they're going to have a team in 2020. So, no Bland County, Virginia high school football to be played in 2019. This is in Southwest Virginia, canceling the football season. A lot of reasons for that. It could be safety. It could be maybe they just don't like football there. I don't know what they're into in Southwest Virginia these days. But that is not good news for those who like the sport of football. If you like the sport of baseball, this one's a little weird. And I'm getting this headline from Maryland, not Davidson County, Tennessee. But there's a story up right now in Baltimore about rumblings that the Baltimore Orioles might be packing up and getting their their guitars tuned and their cowboy hats out and moving to Nashville. I kid you not that there's a story from the Washington, D.C. and the Baltimore, Maryland area that the O's just might consider moving to Nashville. They're likely to be sold. Right now, the founder and former CEO of Leg Mason is listed as among the potential buyers of this team. His name is Chip Mason, and it appears the O's are for sale, and there's speculation about them moving to Nashville. A spokesperson for the Baltimore Orioles could not be reached for comment, but I haven't seen anything of this kind of percolating in Nashville or Middle Tennessee even, but that would be pretty wild to see the Baltimore Orioles pack up and move. Of course, we know it's been well publicized here lately that Baltimore as a city has had enormous problems. The Baltimore Orioles, they really have been the worst team in baseball the last couple of years for a storied franchise. But let's not forget, the Baltimore Orioles moved to Baltimore. Do y'all know where the Orioles moved to Baltimore? They were not an expansion team. They moved to Baltimore in the 1950s from another team, another town had them, and they moved to Baltimore and dropped their nickname when they moved. The Baltimore Orioles, prior to the early 1950s, were the St. Louis Browns. Your 1944 American League champions who played in Sportsman Park, which also was the home of the St. Louis Cardinals. And in fact, the St. Louis Browns owned Sportsman Park. And that made for some contention there. In fact, that 1944 World Series that the Browns played in was against the St. Louis Cardinals. It's the only time that they ever made it to the World Series and they had to play their own arch rivals, 
right in the middle of World War II. They lost that series, by the way, to the Cards. But yeah, Baltimore possibly changing it up. And if they do, I hope they keep the Orioles name, of course, in Baltimore and they come up with a new name in Nashville. Certainly don't like relocation, but uh, I like Nashville a lot. And I, I would like to see Tennessee as a state perhaps have a chance at a major league baseball team. But that's asking a lot with so many games. Oh, man. And, of course, Tennessee kind of divided between the Braves and the Cardinals. So it will be interesting if the kind of rumor turns into be more to it than, than just that. Hey, if you have gone to a Jason's Deli, a chain based out of Texas, sad news there, the founder of this national restaurant chain, Joe Tortoris Jr., has died at the age of 70. A company spokesperson said that Tortoris had battled cancer for the last 19 months. Jason's Deli, based in Beaumont, Texas, and Tortoris was the grandson of Italian immigrants, and it was his father's investment in a little sandwich shop that inspired him to open his own restaurant. And from that single location in Beaumont, Texas, back in 1976, Jason's Deli now has over 300 locations across the country. Jason's Deli, wonderful salad bar. If you happen to live near a Jason's Deli, one of the cool things that they have is that salad bar that, man, it takes a lot of work to have a salad bar in your restaurant. And they they seem to do it up right there at Jason's Deli. All righty, that wraps up our headlines on this Wednesday, y'all. Hang on, we come back. Clark Shelton is standing by. He is the editor at y'all.com, and he's got a complete preview of what's on the website right now. You don't want to miss out on what's up there. You got to go there, and Clark's going to tell you what you'll find when we come right back. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Smear a bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8282. That's promo code 8282 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. This is Shaq for Icy Hot, and I got a few words about pain. See, pain thinks it can overpower you, overwhelm you, but it obviously doesn't know you. You're not backing down from pain, because Icy Hot's got your back. Icy to dull pain, and hot to relax it away. So you can get back to running, throwing, kicking, swimming, cycling, crossfit, you name it. Because pain does not get the final word. You do. Icy Hot. Rise from pain. Uses directed. Just a few years ago, Mozambique's Nyasa National Reserve in southern Africa was a danger zone for elephants. Organized gangs of poachers took them down by the thousands for their ivory tusks. Conservationists and governments got together to eliminate poaching. Today, Nyasa hasn't lost a single elephant in more than a year. With your support, we can keep places like Nyasa safe. 
Find out more at 96elephants.org. Apologies, I didn't have a Beach Boys song queued up, but everybody needs to go surfing right now at y'all.com. Welcome to the Y'all Show. As we put a little spotlight on y'all.com, we've got the editor of the website joining me, John Rawl, right now on the Y'all Show. We've got Clark Sheldon. Clark is on to kind of give us a preview of what's on the pages of Y'all. Hello, Clark. How's it going, John? Oh, it is going great. I am tickled with everything you've got on y'all.com right now from mac and cheese stories of course you have the y'all show linked on there some whiskey stories and i know you're working on all kind of fun stuff here as we work our way through the month of august so give us a little sneak peek clark well you know we uh we, we we've been we've been blessed that uh we have some uh, great original stuff coming into us um we've got a really good story tomorrow morning it's centered around veterans. It's a short story by John Mac- McElroy. It's uh, centered around Duke's mayonnaise and veterans. And <laughs> I encourage everybody on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whenever you get a chance, take five minutes out of your day and read this short story. We've had a lot of great original uh, Southern writers that have been submitting stuff. And this by far is probably one of my favorites that's come across my desk. Um, so we want to make sure everybody checks that out. It's simply titled Dukes. Huh. Um, so there's, there's, there's one thing I'm really excited about. I'm also really excited about Dr. Sean Pitts, who has been uh, submitting some stuff to us. He's a historian of type, and he's been submitting some original stuff about different places in the South and just sent us a great article on Selmer, Tennessee. You ever been to Selmer, John? I have. Selmer, Tennessee, in West Tennessee. It is McNary County. Do you know who's from McNary County? I, I do not. Uh, that would be Mr. Walkin' Tall, the sheriff, if you saw any of those movies. There back you go, in. Buford Possum. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> he's from right, that there county. There we go, now. I, 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 now I'm with you. Yeah, not, um, he's from Adamsville. I just watched that movie, the original, the other night. Yeah. So. Yep, that is that's the same county there in West Tennessee. Sure. So what's going well, on in Selmer? Apparently, Selmer, Tennessee, is having a rockabilly revival over the past few years, and it's caught the eye of a large European audience. That's now making that a must stop when they visit Tennessee. The whole article's in there, including the including the beautiful murals and things that they're doing in Selmer. It's a great, well-written article with a one-minute video showing one of the murals go up in fast time. I encourage everybody to look at that one also. Um, otherwise, it's you're just your run-of-the-mill stuff, you know, like Chick-fil-A coming out with mac and cheese. There's going to be a regular side on their menu. Clark, that's not uh, run-of-the-mill. That's big news, and you've got it right there. Uh, y'all you know, you would have thought, here's where I come from on that. You would have thought they'd have done that three years ago instead of kale salad. <laughs> that's just me. Okay. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> and uh, got a couple of recipes coming out this week. I got a, uh, uh, they call it a pole boy made in heaven recipe from uh, Tony Kacheri's. Um, it's a shrimp po' boy with a little bit of different spin on it. We'll want people to check out. Now, you, you uh, got a couple just... more original short stories besides the one I mentioned. And also, there'll be the, an article on Thursday. One of uh, the coffee slash donut chains is coming out with their pumpkin menu next Ooh. week. Ooh, True okay. story. In August. Okay. Fall. Yeah, because, you know, Christmas menu, I'm going to guess, is going to come out the 1st of October. I, I don't know. It's 108-degree heat index where I'm at, John. Okay. Pumpkin and fall kind of seems a little far away for me. Yeah, but we got to start turning our attention to that. So that's <laughs> that's coming up at y'all.com, talking to Clark Shelton, editor of Y'all, the ultimate guide to the South. Go there right now. Of course, also log on to Facebook and like the y'all.com page there and all the other social aspects that you can connect to off of the y'all.com website. So many fun things going on there. In addition, again, every day when we have the y'all show, we put it up at y'all.com. So it's a way for you to see our show right there on a website, but also look at all these other really fun articles. Now, Clark, I've seen a lot of articles of late on your website that have to do with whiskey and bourbon and things like that. So got got a few guest writers that know a little bit about whiskey and bourbon. <laughs> and uh, we've gotten some things come across. Apparently, this is the time of year when new batches come out from distillers in Kentucky. So, yes, I've got, I've just put another, I'm putting another one up tomorrow, but Mitchers, uh, a lot of Bardstown, Kentucky uh, distilleries releasing new batches, fresh batches, 10 year old batches of rye, bourbon, whiskey. Um, I think I've put about six of those in the last week we've got from different distilleries in, uh, in Kentucky. And then I've uh, got a couple of guest writers that know a little bit and have done a couple of articles about what foods to pair with what whiskeys and what whiskeys you want to pair with a little snack if you're day tripping around to the distilleries. We've had some really good stuff, and people have shown a lot of interest because, well, I mean, we live here in the South. Whiskey, bourbon kind of goes together with everything. And, of course, with y'all being the ultimate guide to the South, you have a great uh, array of stories and features about going places in the south one of the articles that caught my eye that we'll kind of go in more detail on thursday's y'all show you've got something up called great fall festivals across the south and i'm looking forward to again diving in a little bit more on that particular story and yes i know it might be triple digit temperatures in part of the south and we're not even to the halfway mark of the month of august but yeah we got fall festivals that are getting ready to yep. start we, this month, actually. We got fall festivals, we got fairs, we have state and county fairs listed for every state in the South. Mm-hmm. Our top 10, sometimes 20 picks um, that you can find that we've uh, we've been running, and we're in full fair season. Falls, you got to start planning. Wine festivals coming up. Yeah. There's an article on y'all.com about wine festivals coming up this fall. Six of them. Um, across the South. And I'm working on an Oktoberfest article that'll probably come out around the end of the month. And we're also working on a series of haunted places to visit because when you say fall, one of my favorite holidays, John, right next to Christmas is Halloween. (laughs) Uh, And it's because I'm a large child. And so I love Halloween. I love things that go bump in the night. I love old black and white horror movies, that kind of thing, that time of year. And so we're working on compiling by state our top 10 most haunted places per state. And I've run across 
some doozies. So those are the kind of things that you'll be seeing popping up over the next couple of weeks so that people can plan ahead. Yeah. Instead of posting it up on Halloween, it just makes a little bit more sense to me to get you excited and want you to go, ooh, I kind of want to go check that out. Yeah. Well, again, I'm looking forward to seeing what you're going to dress up as. Have you kind of got your list of possibilities trimmed down for this year? You know, I've gone to the extremes about eight years ago. Down here where I live in Franklin, Tennessee, we have a street that's actually made national news. Uh, and it's it's literally West Main Street. And they shut off two blocks, and all the houses have a huge competition. Everybody tries to outdo everybody. About eight years ago, we did the Adams family. Uh, me and a bunch of friends that have a house there, and they just talked me into shaving my head and being Uncle Fester. <laughs> uh, so I have gone, I have gone to extremes. I have been to Cowardly Line for the Wizard of Oz. Um, there's, there's been some, there's been some classic themed stuff, and I really just hadn't put any thought into it this year. I thought I might pretend to know what I'm doing over at y'all dot com. Just, just, just being, just, uh, you know, for a day. Um, say hey you know look at me i do know what i'm doing over here well if you want to be if you want to be scary this year perhaps you want to mimic me and dress up as me at halloween and you'll scare a lot of people that's a lot of work john (laughs) it is a lot lot of work work. (laughs) (laughs) well later but anyway so we got that kind of and and you've got you're going to be putting some stuff up here about college football, right? I, am. I mean, we're I am. starting in a couple of weeks. Yeah, college football kicks off next weekend. And as we get ready for Florida and the Miami Hurricanes, we're going to start rolling out some great tradition-type stories on y'all.com. And I will be helping out y'all.com with some of those great tradition stories. We've got a lot of fun coming that way that's going to kind of go on for a couple of weeks. It's going to be more of a, a competition, right, Clark? I think we're going to try to set up a bracket system here. Uh, we're going to let, let, let the all.com listeners and readers vote on their favorite college tradition, and we'll do it almost like a field of 64. Mm. And we'll break the winners down and have them go up against each other. And it'll be about a four-week, just a fun thing for everybody to kind of jump in on and do. So um, that'll be something that'll be happening here in the next couple of weeks also. All right. Again, that's at y'all.com with that. And then we have a lot of other really fun stuff. In fact, a little bit later on today's y'all show, our friend Precious Harris will be back on with her Nashville music line. And you can actually read Precious's Nashville music line report on the pages of y'all.com. We roll that out each week where you can look at all that's going on on Music Row in Nashville. And we have educational stuff too. In fact, I was just reading before you came on, Clark, your article that you've got up, the Princeton Review releasing the 2020 best colleges and universities list so it's it's not all just fluff you've got some real good stuff on there thank you i appreciate it you know we 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 try to reach to the masses and it's you know a lot of people are already looking to college if their kids aren't in it they're already planning ahead this is again just one of those tools that we hope uh brings people back and uh, helps them in their day-to-day lives here in the south all right. Again, at y'all, you can go and find out articles and information about food and drink, home and garden, style and fashion, arts and culture, sports, events, travel, and, of course, the Y'all Show pinned right there when you go to the homepage. And Clark Shelton working more and more on stuff. Clark, what is the best way for people who are listening to you right now and say, hey, I've got a good tip, or I want to suggest maybe a, a story. What do they need to do to be able to connect to you and the rest of y'all? Yeah, go to our contact page. And you'll see at the very top of the homepage, you'll see a right for us. 
that explains the process, or if they have a topic that we may be interested in, they can fill out the contact form there. I'm usually back to you within 24 to 48 hours. All right, everybody. Clark Shelton, editor at y'all.com. Clark, thank you for taking the time to come on and help preview y'all.com. Thanks, thanks. Thanks for having me on, John. All right. Well, when we come back after the break, hang on. We're going to take a quick look at the ACC, what's going on in the Atlantic Coast Conferences. Again, Miami prepares for that season opener next Saturday. And then in hour two today, we've got hashtag Huddlebaloo. And, of course, Precious is dropping by with the Nashville Music Line. All that ahead on Y'all Talk With Us Southern Accent. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8282. That's promo code 8282 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Blue Star medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. It's the ACC Spotlight here on this Y'all Wednesday edition. Welcome back to the show all about the South. Our buddy Jonathan Leifheit has the week off. He's at the beach with a much-deserved break as he's getting ready for the start of football season. Next Saturday, Miami Hurricanes and the Florida Gators get it on in Orlando. The first official college football game of 2019, again, next Saturday. Well, there's one team in Florida that won't be participating in that game. 
but they're not all that far from Orlando, believe it or not, this week because they have picked up and moved five hours south of Tallahassee for a couple of days of practice at IMG Academy in Bradenton. The Florida State Seminoles decided to get away from the heat of Tallahassee. I can't imagine it would be that much cooler in Bradenton, but sure enough, they got on buses and chartered those on Monday to head down to IMG Academy, which is this place in Bradenton that a lot of your elite high school players go there and play a season or two, and it's a great recruiting ground for all kinds of programs to go in there and see the talent. And for a couple of days here, Florida State practicing there in Central Florida, technically it's just south of, I guess, the Tampa Bay area, around Sarasota is where this is. And the coach of the Seminoles said that his team's getting away from their comfort zone to go to Bradenton, able to practice at a high level. And I think this is kind of neat. In fact, this is a recurring theme that's going on. You're seeing a lot of your major college football programs get away from their routine during these couple of weeks leading into the start of the season. For example, just the other day, Georgia Tech snuck away from their main practice ground at the Flats in Atlanta, and they went to Pope High School in Cobb County and worked out last Saturday. Then they went to Whitewater Six Flags Theme Park, the water park there. They spent a couple of hours there, and then they went back to campus. But they actually even spent the night in hotels last weekend, Georgia Tech, that is. And even the Memphis Tigers are heading to Jackson, Tennessee this weekend. They're going to have a practice Saturday at University of Memphis Lambeth campus. If you're in West Tennessee and you follow the Memphis Tigers, they'll be practicing Saturday morning at the Lambeth football field there in Jackson, Tennessee. So it's not just your ACC or even your other big boys that kind of sneak away here in camp as Florida State going to Bradenton here this week for that. Some news out of camp for other programs. Virginia Tech was hoping that Braxton Burmeister was going to come in and help them out. He was a transfer from Oregon. He played in 11 games during two seasons for the Oregon Ducks as a true freshman. He started in five games, completing 57% of his passes for 330 yards along with two touchdowns and He also had six interceptions, but this transfer from Oregon will not be able to suit up for Justin Fuente because the NCAA has denied his immediate eligibility. Braxton Burmeister for Virginia Tech, it looks like going to have to sit out this 2019 season. Now, the other team in the Commonwealth of Virginia to tell you about, the Virginia Cavaliers, they've got a transfer, but this guy is going to play because he's a graduate transfer. As Richmond Spider alum Dejon Brissett, he is a wide receiver. He is suiting up for the Virginia Cavaliers, and it's going to fulfill a lifelong dream for him. As he wanted to play for the Cavaliers, and he actually got to play against the Cavs back in a couple of years ago when the Richmond Spiders actually played UVA. And a couple of years ago, Richmond, the Spiders, they even beat UVA back in the Coach London days in Charlottesville. Again, Dijon Brissett of the Virginia Cavaliers, the transfer from the Richmond Spiders, hoping to make a big difference here in the new football season. And finally, here in our ACC Spotlight, CBSSports.com has come up with the preseason All-America team, college football's best and brightest. And lo and behold, the player of the year in the preseason awards from CBSSports.com is Trevor Lawrence of the Clemson Tigers, the coach of the year in all of college football from CBSSports.com, Dabo Sweeney of the Clemson Tigers. And then you got players, and the ACC has five first-teamers. The SEC and Big Ten each had nine players. 
I'm not sure why they only had five representing the ACC in the 2019 CBS Sports preseason All-America first team. You got Trevor Lawrence from Clemson. He's there as a quarterback. Travis Etienne, running back, the junior, he's on the team. Also from the ACC, you have Bryce Hall from Virginia, cornerback, in his senior year in Charlottesville. And then Syracuse's Andre Sisco, the sophomore, on the first team as well. And then as far as special teams, another orange player, Andre Schmitz, the kicker, the redshirt sophomore, making it on the CBS Sports preseason All-America team. Just some feedback. Means nothing at this point, but good to know that at least according to the experts or so-called experts at CBS, they have the player and the coach of the year both coming from the same program within the Atlantic Coast Conference. And that is your quick look at all things ACC here on this Wednesday Y'all Show. When we come back in hour two, we'll start it off with a little hashtag hullabaloo, and then we'll take it to Nashville. I don't know if she's going to be a Nashville Orioles fan or not. I'm kidding, as we mentioned that earlier in the show about the possibility of a major league team relocating to Nashville and the Orioles. Uh, I'm not sure about that. But Precious, she knows a thing or two about hits. Maybe not baseball hits, but record hits. And we're going to find out who are the great hit makers going on in Nashville this week. We'll have that information coming up in the second hour of today's Y'all. You do not want to miss out on the fun. Stay there. This is Shaq for Icy Hot, and I got a few words about pain. See, pain thinks it could overpower you, overwhelm you, but it obviously doesn't know you. You're not backing down from pain, because Icy Hot's got your back. Icy to dull pain, and hot to relax it away. So you can get back to running, throwing, kicking, swimming, cycling, crossfit, you name it. Because pain does not get the final word. You do. Icy Hot. Rise from pain. Use as directed. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. We are. It is y'all talk with a southern accent. Good to have you as we just have a great time each and every day discussing Dixie on great radio stations across Dixieland. I'm John Rawl. So good to have you here. Y'all.com is our website address. Welcome you to go there and find out wonderful stories. Again, back in the first hour of today's program, we had Clark Shelton, the editor of y'all.com on with us to give us a little sneak peek at what is on the pages of y'all.com right this very second. And if you missed that conversation, of course, you can go to any of our streaming partners, whether it's iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, or Apple Podcasts. It's absolutely free of charge. Just simply search for Y'all Show. And our little show about the South will be right there at your fingertips. You just hit like or subscribe, and it'll come right to you, and it will keep coming to you. It's the gift that keeps on a giving. Y'all and Y'all Show. And, of course, if you go to Y'all dot com you'll find the y'all show also free of charge so y'all.com is your first point to go to and then all those other places are neat ways to get the y'all show 
And thank you again for tuning us in. We've got Precious Harris coming up in just a few minutes. She's going to have all the fun stuff coming from Music City, USA. And I can't wait to find out what is going on in Music City, USA. All that ahead in our Nashville music line with Precious Harris in just a few. But right now, as we get this new hour of our show going, it is. I'm looking at my watch here on my arm, and it's ticking. And it says, it's H hour. It's double H hour. It's hashtag hullabaloo time, use guys. And this is where we dive headfirst into social media. And we find some of the wackiest, some of the most informative stuff, too. It's a little blend of everything on hashtag hullabaloo, and that's why we do it. We, we never know what we're going to find. So it, it might be 200 degrees outside, but people are still active on social media. They're posting stuff. They're sharing stuff. And it's my job as the host and your job as the hosties or recipients or whatever term you want to use to describe yourself, the y'all army, to take heed. All right, so here's our first tweet coming from the L.C. Russell at the L.C. Russell, a dog mom, a Tennessee resident, and a Southern author, writer extraordinaire. Okay, well, the L.C. Russell writes, Reading Delia Owens's Where the Crawdads Sing, amazing. Hashtag Southern, hashtag fiction, hashtag awesome. And of course, what at the L.C. Russell is referring to is for nearly a year, if not more, the new author Delia Owens has had a book that's been right at the top of the bestsellers list, Where the Crawdads Sing. And what an entry. We've talked about it many times here. In fact, every week when I give you the bestsellers, Where the Crawdads Sing is right there. If it's not number one, it's numero two, okay? Sometimes Michelle Obama knocks off Delia Owens from the bestseller list. But what a read. What a start for this newcomer, the rookie, Delia Owens. And we're getting praise from people like the L.C. Russell on this book, who fancies themselves as a Southern author and a writer extraordinaire. That's what the L.C. Russell says about themselves. So the L.C. Russell is not bashful. They're proud to give promotion and praise to fellow writer Delia Owens and Where the Crawdads Sing. And I don't think Delia needs any more promotion here. She's had a number one book for a year. But in case you just woke up and you're looking for a good read, at least Where the Crawdads Sing has the stamp of approval from the L.C. Russell. Thank you, L.C. Russell, for being on Twitter and letting us know what you really think. Isaac Smith is on Twitter at Reports. I-Smith, R-E-P-O-R-T-S. And Isaac Smith, a Jackson County investigative reporter for the Southern Illinois, a dedicated storyteller and avid home baker, sometimes documentary maker. So this tweet has somehow found its way from the north to the south. It has crossed that Ohio River somewhere around Metropolis, over into Paducah, coming in from southern Illinois, Jackson County, Illinois. But this Isaac Smith is a copperhead, okay? Because listen up what Isaac Smith went on Twitter this week to proclaim, okay? Isaac writes on Twitter, A mix of garden and farmer's market bounty. For the many who don't know, I'm Southern-born and part-raised, and again, for those who don't know, more often than not, this is what Southern food often looks like, hashtag almost meatless, 
hashtag Southern. <laughs> and I saw the photo again of this now that he's come out and said it, he's from the South. He might have been from Paducah, like 20 minutes away, but that counts. That counts as being Southern when you compare it to Southern Illinois. Yes, Southerners, we, we like our garden variety. And again, Isaac's not afraid to say that this mix of garden and farmer's market bounty helps illustrate his Southerness, almost meatless. And he didn't say if you had to have a meat, if you're going to go with so much great veggies from the South, whether it's the 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 peas, the beans, the sweet potatoes, the what am I leaving out? Corn. Oh gosh, I know corn is big in the Midwest, but golly, we have some great sweet corn here in the South, do we not? Especially right now. I didn't say anything about tomatoes. We love our tomatoes in the South, and this is prime time for tomatoes. The hotter it gets, the sweeter that tomato, and the ripe that tomato is. So, yes, Isaac, you are on to something. That is some good investigative journalism you got going on at the Southern Illinois, and we appreciate you letting everybody know on both sides of that Ohio River in Southern Illinois and in Western Kentucky about some good garden variety and good vegetable variety going on there, Isaac Smith. Thank you, sir. Metal Goddess is on Twitter at M-A-D-I-S-A-T-A-N, at Mada Satan. Mada Satan. I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but Metal Goddess. All right. And Metal Goddess decided to put a little poll. Up. You know, that's something we don't do a lot of is share polls with you. In fact, I, I think in the polls today, I got to give the guys at the great, I mean, these guys kick butt and take names when it comes to social media i'm talking old row are y'all familiar with old row and what they do on twitter and other social media and i was noticing that they often have these crazy little videos of people doing dumb things usually that's usually what they have up there but sometimes they put stuff up that really is genius and i i noticed this when i was surfing around on wednesday on tuesday and it might have been Wednesday now that I think about it. Because <laughs> I often look at Old Road Sports, at Old Road Sport, Sports on uh, Twitter, usually like 1 in the morning, right when I need to kind of get tucked in for bed. I'm out here looking at their silly tweets. But they had a tweet, a couple of them, in fact, on Tuesday. Simple questions. For example, who will win the Big 12? And you could choose Texas, Oklahoma, TCU, or other pretty simple stuff they had one that said who will win the sec a question on twitter they had the option of alabama georgia kentucky or the other fourth option is other so those were some of the tweets they were putting up and then they got to this one and this one just made you laugh out loud when you saw this one because unlike the other ones about the big 12 and the sec old rose sports asked who wins the acc and there are options that you could choose from Florida State, Miami, Virginia, or other. <laughs> and if you know anything about college football, of course, the likely choice for winning the ACC would be the Clemson Tigers. And they're not even an option here. They're other. So that was pretty, like I said, these guys are pretty smart with their fun stuff that they put there on social media and, and got to love what they do there. So I found a tweet similar to that coming from Metal Goddess. It's, what is this called? And it's a, it's a poll. It's a trivia question. Okay. 
and they have the options here of what is this called and they got an image of this thing and you could choose what you call it one option is a shopping cart another option of what that thing is called is a buggy and then the third option is other okay so if you call the same device some call it a shopping cart some call it a buggy some may call it something else well i gotta love the response that's coming into metal goddess first from celtic frosty at celtic frosty and they wrote back saying it's called a buggy if you're from the southeast that's for darn sure a buggy (laughs) and you know what i think i do call it a buggy we've gotten so darn spoiled over the last 15 20 years with these darn online things where they have the virtual shopping cart i haven't heard of any website that calls it a virtual buggy but here at y'all.com if we have a so-called shopping cart we're going to call it a buggy just for y'all okay but right now we don't have anything to sell but we need to change that real quick but yeah that's what celtic frosty had to chime in and then someone else at m j s i c 666 writes that's a buggy faux show hashtag southern so it looks like unanimously in the south we call that thing that you you know scoot around with at walmart it ain't no shopping cart it's a buggy faux show alisa a seattle blogger is on twitter at life of alisa alani okay and alisa writes cruelty free beauty lifestyle and travel and here's what she put on social media this week in case you're taking notes at home alisa writes the kindness here is unbeatable walking through kroger and every worker i pass greets me and asks how i'm doing hashtag southern <laughs> well evidently seattle blogger named melissa you are in the south when you write this because evidently first of all i doubt they have kroger's in seattle i don't know for sure but my guess is they probably don't so you're in a kroger which means you're probably somewhere in the south or in cincinnati where they're based uh, or you're just visiting and you're having a good time and sure enough how what a great testimonial for kroger it's not kroger customer that are greeting her and asking her how she's doing it's the kroger workers that greet elisa and say how you doing how how's it going there elisa i know you're from out in washington state and you probably don't even look people in the eye when you meet them and you probably don't want to talk to people you want to go kind of be a snob and you just like everybody else in the rest of the country who aren't from the south who really just don't want to look at you here in the south we want to we want to size you up we want to look at you in the eye and we want to know your business. Yeah, most of us do. Uh, we do have some people who are a little bit timid and don't really want to talk. I'm actually guilty of this on Tuesday. I was going up a flight of stairs. I really didn't want to talk to somebody. And I turned into someone from Washington State and didn't look them in the eye and didn't acknowledge them. But usually, even though I'm not from Texas, my normal greeting for people when I first meet them is howdy. And I'm not an Aggie. And I'm not from Texas. That's just kind of something I've been doing a long time. I just say, howdy. It's more more of a howdy. I don't want to call it H-O-W-D-Y. It's more like a H-O-D-D-U-H, something like how to. It's more how I say it. And maybe you have your own special greeting out there as well. But yes, Elisa, I'm glad that you have found your way to the south and you're having a good time at Kroger. And maybe you got a good deal too. 
I know it's got to be cheaper shopping at a Kroger in the South than a darn expensive West Coast grocery store. Thank you very much. Stuart R. Ainsworth is Code Gumbo on Twitter. A dad, a grandfather, who used to build stuff now, I try to build people up. Oh, I can't wait to hear what Stuart R. Ainsworth has put on Twitter this week. Stuart writes, My six-year-old just told his Mimi, who's keeping him today, that they could play restaurant, specifically Waffle House. They serve breakfast all day. Hashtag Southern. Hashtag raise them right you need to go find elisa from seattle and teach her what a good waffle house experience is all about Stuart. as you and your your bride i guess mimi there keeping that six-year-old hopefully serving them some good waffle house and serving them and raising them right there wherever you are in the south that is classic goodness there and that is great grandparenting having your grandchild want to play restaurant and play specifically a waffle house restaurant now if that six-year-old will just learn that waffle house menu she will have a future all the way through her life without any doubt about it well those are a look at some of the fun here on this hashtag hullabaloo wednesday edition hope you enjoyed that we're going to have something even more enjoyable when we come back precious harris is standing by in music city usa And we're going to find out what's going on in country music and more with Precious when we come back and conclude this Wednesday Y'all Show. You do not want to miss out on the excitement. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Smear a bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8282. That's promo code 8282 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. This is Shaq for Icy Hot, and I got a few words about pain. See, pain thinks it can overpower you, overwhelm you, but it obviously doesn't know you. You're not backing down from pain, because Icy Hot's got your back. Icy to dull pain, and hot to relax it away. So you can get back to running, throwing, kicking, swimming, cycling, crossfit, you name it. Because pain does not get the final word. You do. Icy Hot. Rise from pain. Use as directed. Just a few years ago, Mozambique's Nyasa National Reserve in southern Africa was a danger zone for elephants. Organized gangs of poachers took them down by the thousands for their ivory tusks. Conservationists and governments got together to eliminate poaching. Today, Nyasa hasn't lost a single elephant in more than a year. With your support, we can keep places like Nyasa safe. Find out more at 96elephants.org. Cowboy boots, long blonde hair, and dark brown. 
That's how they do it in Dixie. Electric sliding on a sawdust floor. Long neck chaser for a shot of hardcore whiskey. That's how they do it in Dixie. Little red geo stickers on the window. Says sugar and spice. Baby, crank the face off. Ride it till you say good. Those pink fur dyes. Oh, ain't that nice? Down to the river to go for a dip. Rolling them Levi's off of her hip. Going big, Kenny, skinny. That's how they do it in Dixie. Splash. Hank Williams Jr. and friends with a song that may not go down as one of his greatest hits, but. I like that. It's one of the best songs he's put out in 20 years, at least. That's how they do it in Dixie. From Hank Jr., this is the Y'all Show. This is our country music spotlight with our friend Precious Harris. She joins us here each Wednesday for a little finding out of what's going on in Music City, USA. Precious, the author of I Know Country, with 366 daily country music questions and answers. You can go on and buy Precious's book instantly by downloading your ebook copy at iknowcountry.com. Precious Harris is also a music career development consultant with the emphasis on new and aspiring artists and songwriters. Go to her website, collegeofsongology.com, for more details. And, of course, follow Precious Harris's blog, nashvillemusicline.com, and also follow Precious's great coverage of country music on the website, y'all.com, where each week we put up her Nashville Music Line report. And we've got the queen of Music Row on with us right now. Hello, Precious. Hello. I'm excited to be here. Well, we're excited to have you on, and you just heard us playing a little Hank Jr., a little Bo Cephas music, and Precious. Actually, I wanted to let people know that Holly, that is Hank Williams' beautiful daughter, she just put yeah. up a she just put a reminder out for everybody that it was 40 years ago that Hank Jr. fell 500 feet from the top of Ajax Mountain in Montana, and she put a little something out there to remind people. Do you have that? Yeah, it was... Uh when he that's one reason why he, he has the beard now and the glasses yeah and he changed his look uh he actually his face did not look anything by the time they got through with the many many plastic surgeries he had in you know through there because actually um if, if you look at the picture she posted on facebook i remember when it happened remember being you know when they had the pictures on television because it made national headlines but you could actually see um the inside of his skull. Mm. Um, but the only reason why he didn't die of infection is that it happened in such a pure spot and the snow was completely clean. Mm. Literally, he'd actually act, he stepped on a snowbank, not realizing it wasn't a snowbank, it was a snow drift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> anyway, went straight yeah, what, down 500 feet. Yes, straight down 500 feet. And, um, and every rock apparently that he could hit, he did with his face and his head. Um, but that's why he wears the trademark now of the beard and the hat and the sunglasses. Mm-hmm. But he's, I mean, that's what you call nine lives. That's cheating death, big time. Yeah, 500 feet fall. Not too many people can live and tell about it. And Hank Williams not only lived and told about it, he sang about it. 
to great success, by the way, Hank Williams. And I appreciate his daughter, Holly, for getting out there. How's she doing? She was the one who was in an awful car wreck of her own, right? Yes, but she's doing really good. She's playing around town. She's writing a lot is what I heard through a friend of mine that because she hangs down Leaper's Fork. And but she seems to be doing really, really good. Okay. So, uh, and she, of course, has had a little bit of success with a record deal, I think, on Mercury Records a couple of years back, and still not a hit singer songwriter at this point, but out in the biz. Uh, we wish her all the best. Hey, speaking of hit songwriters, Luke Combs, poor Luke. I don't know if he's going to be able to make it. He needs Holly Williams to come find him and give him a big old hug because Luke. <laughs> Luke Combs is no longer at number one on the Billboard Country Albums chart. After 44 weeks in that position, he's been knocked out of there by a guy named Tyler Childers from the Commonwealth of Kentucky. What in the world's going on that a Kentuckian has knocked off a Carolinian in Luke Combs? Well, Tyler is like this. Uh, he's almost like Aaron Watson. He's almost got like this underground following, fan following, you know? So I think he's got like. 8 million views on one of his videos on YouTube and another one, he's got 4 million views and he's got several, uh, hundred thousands worth of streams and down, you know, the streaming songs, but he is, he's a little ginger boy with a beard. And he's like I said, he loves the roots country. You know, he's got a little bit of bluegrass mixed in. You hear a little Southern rock, you hear a little, you know, a bit of really true country. He's definitely nowhere near bro country. That's for sure. Um, but he's been slowly gaining momentum. You may not see him on the charts as much, but if you look at the Spotify spins and the YouTube views, you'll see that he's going to be an act to be reckoned with in the next year. Mark right. my word. Tyler Childers, and part of the reason maybe he's having success is his first single, House Fire. That's getting a lot of steam, of course. Maybe another reason Tyler Childers is having some success and having the number one country album is the incredible album art cover work. I, I don't know who did this illustration, Precious, but man, this is fascinating for a country album to have this kind of cartoon illustration and the color, and it really pops, and I guess it helps sell albums. Well, it's amazing. I just love all the different – it looks like it should be on the cover of a rock and roll record, yeah. you know, than, than instead of a, a country, Americana, bluegrass, and folk type thing. But I wish I knew who did I have a feeling that it's probably someone close in his camp that really gets him because uh, it's probably one of the most unusual covers for a country album, as they say it, since they're promoting him on the country genre and also the bluegrass, but mainly country that it does not fit an album cover for the country genre. Yeah. That's for sure. Well, again, you talked about Tyler being a little bit of a blend as he has influences in his music of country, Americana, bluegrass, and folk music. And perhaps that's why you have this house fire. It, it, it's kind of like a little bit of an explosion when this guy gets on stage. And as you said, he's a ginger, so he's got the, the red beard, the red hair, and he's just lighting it up with his great sound right out of lawrence county kentucky where is that uh, eastern kentucky okay well good good for him bless his heart all right <laughs> let's talk about some other number ones precious as you i think had two number one parties in a single day that might be an all-time record for you just kidding you probably have done like three and four knowing how you work but brett well, eldridge he has celebrated a number one as he had co-writers Heather Morgan and Ross Cooperman at BMI for his song, Love Someone. And that is his third number one that they have written together, the combination of Brett 
and also Ross and Heather teaming up for Love Someone. Did you you went to that? No, I did, I did not. Get oh, to that. you built you big slacker. I know I was bad. I was bad, but I wanted to. But I knew I had Blake Shelton's, and I knew that by the time I got from BMI over and get set up so I wouldn't have to walk so far, that uh, it would be, you know, like, oh, man, oh, man, you know? Yeah. Um, so I knew that I went ahead and chose to go to Blake's. Ah. Uh, instead of a breath. And I didn't do it on purpose. It's just that I was just the timing and trying to get back in the, the craziness of the day. There's just no way I could have went to both of them and d- did what, do, do what I had to do and then get back over downtown to Old Red. All right. Well, Old Red, that is Blake Shelton's club on Lower Broadway in Nashville. And he celebrated last week his number one hit for God's Country, a song written by Devin Dawson, as well as Jordan Schmidt and Hardy. And that his latest number one. And I guess Blake flew in from Cali to participate. What were some of the Blake isms said on stage? Well, the funny thing was, is that this is one of the fastest. You know how it used to, like when Loretta Lynn heard, I mean, Loretta Lynn, but Tammy Wynette heard apartment number nine. Uh, Bobby uh, Braddock sent it over there in DIVRC, and they listened to it like, oh, we love it. Played it for Tammy. Oh, let's go in the studio next week and cut it. And then a month later, it's out on a record. You know what I mean? So it was very much, uh, it was very much like wham, bam, bam. That's it. Gone. Gone to radio. Well, that really doesn't happen in this. <laughs> in the corporate level of where the the state where the record labels are, what had happened is uh, Bobby um, Blake Shelton's producer Scott Hendricks had gotten the song from Tree Vibe Music, which is owned by FGL, and uh, Hardy is signed there as a songwriter, and Devin Dawson and Morgan Wall and several other high profile artists and uh, songwriters, and. He, got, he sent it to Blake, and Blake had just learned how to do, literally, the Bluetooth on his tractor. And <laughs> Blake said, yeah. Did you say said, Bluetooth on a tractor? I mean, good yeah. Lord, what have we come to as a society? Yeah, so he could hear it inside the cab. So what he did is he uh, he listened to the song, and he was listening to it exactly in the video where God's country is, where the tractor gets set on fire. That's the exact same spot that he stopped his tractor and called Scott back and said, hey, I'm coming in Monday. I want to cut the song in Nashville. I'll be there in two days. So he literally left Oklahoma the next day and headed to Nashville and was in the studio Monday or Tuesday, had everybody playing it. Devin Dawson came in and sang back up. And it was done and on getting ready to go to radio within two weeks, literally. Hmm. Well, a good song there. Again, number one. For Blake Shelton, God's Country. Hey, some birthdays to pass along here this week. Earlier in the week, Danny Shirley, lead singer of Confederate Railroad. He was born August 12th, 1956. So, uh, happy birthday to CRR's Danny Shirley. Andy Griggs out of Louisiana. His birthday was on Tuesday as he turned 46 years young. How wow. About, how about Mrs. Marty Stewart? Connie Smith, born August 14th. 1941 happy birthday connie smith and looking just as good here in 2019 as she did way back in the day miss cincinnati ohio she is amazing and she's so sweet yeah you know we did um the record label i work with country uh, country rewind 
if you go to their website, Country Rewind Records, you'll see the CD that she had cut um, for the Navy Hoedown show back in the 70s. And we had the original recording, and it was two tracks. Everybody was in the same room at Scotty Moore, Elvis Presley's guitar player's uh, studio. They did take one time, and that was it. And it was put out on vinyl, and then they were asked to destroy all the vinyl records. Well, some of them survived, but on the other hand, the master tapes were never destroyed. So uh, in 1976, my guy that owns the label bought the whole entire catalog, Lock, Stock, and Barrel. Well, Marty came in when we showed Marty what we had. Marty Stewart, her husband, by the way. Her husband. He came in and produced uh, the record. He could not do anything with the original. He only could add to it. Like background vocals and instrumentation, everything that was there could not be taken away. had to stay there. So he just built on top of it. And it turned out to be a massive, great record. It was in Cracker Barrel. And it's a uh, was the number one record in Europe when it came out a couple of years ago. Yeah, check it out. I mean, she sounds amazing on it. She said it was her favorite record that she'd ever had done. And I thought that was pretty cool. All right. 78 years young today. Connie Smith, congratulations. On Friday, Dan Smyers of Dan and Shay, he turns 32 years old. On this day in country music in 1966, David Houston was number one on Billboard's Country Heart Country Hot Singles chart with Almost Persuaded. That was covered later by Hank Williams Jr., by the way. And then Waylon Jennings was number one. He had the number one album in 76 on this day, Are You Ready for the Country? It was an album of Jennings' covers of pop and rock songs. And that this day in country music history. Now, Precious, as we go to break, we got a trivia question to ask. And then when we come back after the break, we're going to wrap today's show up with some more information coming from Music Row. But the trivia question as we go to break, Good Directions is a song written by the great Luke Bryan and Rachel Thibodeau. Of course, this came out right before Luke kind of started singing his own hits. And Good Directions written by Luke Bryan and Rachel Thibodeau. But can you name the artist that recorded that song and took it to number one on the Billboard Hot Country Songs chart three weeks in a row? It went to number one 12 years ago in 2007. Hey, we got the answer for that. We'll even play that song right after the little time out here on Y'all Talk With a Southern Accent. is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8282. That's promo code 8282 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Blue Star Medicated Ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. 
like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Sitting there selling turnips on a flatbed truck, crunching on a pork rind when she pulled up. She had to be thinking this is where rednecks come from. She had Hollywood written on her license plate. She was lost in looking for the interstate, needing directions, and I was a man for the job. That track right there was number one for three weeks in a row in 2007. It was atop the chart this very week back in 2007. That song, Good Direction, written by Luke Bryan and Rachel Thibodeau. Can you name the artist that recorded that song and took it to number one in 2007? This is the Y'all Show, Talk with a Southern Accent. We're back for our final segment with Precious Harris, and she, of course, is a music career development consultant with an emphasis on new and aspiring artists and songwriters. Collegeofsongology.com is her website. She's got a blog, NashvilleMusicLine.com. And oh, yes, by the way, she also has penned I Know Country. This is chock full of daily country music questions and answers. It's IKnowCountry.com, the website. And I bet you if I go into that book, I just might find the answer to this trivia question, Precious. Who took Good Directions to number one 2007 of the year? Who was that? That was a very one of my most favorite artists back in that era, Billy Currington. Ah, you said back in that era. Is Billy not really recording right now? He's not, but he's uh he's still performing, doing things. I heard that he is coming back in the studio to record. Um, I'm not for sure if he's still on his label or not. Um, uh-huh. But his producer uh, at the time, Carson Chamberlain, um, you know, he knew exactly. He's such a song man, you know. He's just incredible. Uh, the Carson Chamberlain, he's written a bunch of several hit songs, too. Uh, but he's uh, I'm hoping that they get back together in the studio because I sure like to hear what he's doing. And then, of course, Andy Griggs, I saw him singing out the other night um, on a songwriter's thing. And he is better than he ever was, I swear. And, and, and I just love it. His voice is just really seasoned. And he sounds like such an old soul. And if anybody could come in and bring traditional country back, it would be Andy Griggs. One of the neat things about Andy Griggs, of course, who had a couple of hits of his own and a Louisiana native, was just before he died, Andy Griggs and Waylon Jennings got to be fast friends, and they yes. did, did some really cool stuff on Music Row, from what I heard. Mm-hmm. So that's he did. Pretty neat, neat to hang out with way more 
back in the early 2000s. Hey, Maddie and Tay's Die From a Broken Heart has gone on now to top more than 50 million streams. They have now released a full music video of that song, and you can find it at YouTube. And it's already racked up nearly 900,000 views. There's also a lyric video at YouTube with almost 6.4 million views. Maddie and Tay are on the road. They are in Augusta coming up this weekend. Also, Augusta, Georgia, that is. Also, they'll be in nearby Fort Stewart, Georgia on August 16th. And in Alabama, they'll be down at Fort Rucker on August 17th. You can find the latest tour updates at maddieandtay.com. But why are we just now seeing a video out for Die From a Broken Heart, Air Precious? Well, it could be just the timing of their stew because they've been on tour and they've been touring heavily, heavily this year. So it could be that they just haven't had a chance to make it. Well, let me ask you about this. A new phenomena in YouTube world are these Uh lyric videos. And if you are a youngster, you're sitting here laughing and like, oh, God, they were making lyric videos. Surely they were making those 5, 10, 20 years ago. No, this is kind of a new thing. And. For those of us who are lyric challenge precious, I kind of like them because they have the lyrics of your song and you can go on YouTube and learn the lyrics of your song from the official person, from the singer themselves. And I guess this is just another way to get a song out there. And the reason I'm, I'm bringing this up to you is you, one who protects songwriter royalties and all this, is this a good thing from a royalty standpoint to have these lyric videos? Oh, yeah, because uh, you, you, you do get paid for royalties. Uh, uh, YouTube does pay royalties on it. Okay. Just like it was a streaming service. Yes. All right. But a matter of fact, if they find out that you've, that you've covered somebody else's song and you don't have the mechanical license to it, they will cease and desist and pull you down. Your whole, now, if you're an artist, yeah, they'll pull down the whole thing. Okay. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, they're very good. I've met the vice president for the Southeast region several times in the last three or four months going to the seminars and the conventions I attend just to learn more about the industry so I can help my clients and well, my music kids. And I always try to take a couple of mus- my music kids with me because they're very savvy on the computer and all this, you know, data and streaming and stuff. So I always try to take one or two of them with me just to help some of the other ones that couldn't make it. But I will tell you, I had a client, a contemporary Christian client, Shell Marie, and she's incredible. She's written all, co-written all the five songs and one by herself on her record. Shell Marie, her singles out is called Shine. And someone had infringed on her copyright and did a uh, some artwork and and imposed her photograph with this person. And he put himself down as the co-writer of the song that he had nothing to do with. So I had gotten a, the, the email that I was given at one of the seminars said, hey, Precious, if anything, if you can't get rid of it, call us, email us here, and we will make sure it gets down. Just explain to us that we met at the ASCAP luncheon and that this is what happened. And it was about six weeks, and the video was down, and he was nowhere to be seen anywhere on YouTube. So uh, they're really going, I mean, YouTube is really helping out with the artists and the songs and the copyright, possible copyright infringements and things like that. So I have to take my hat off to them. Okay. That's a, really a good thing. Well, of course, songwriters and singers alike get a little money off of YouTube spins. 
They also get a lot of money off of airplay, like the traditional form off of a radio station. And Precious, we have this week's Billboard Country Airplay chart numbers for you. And at number one, Luke Combs, he may not have the number one album, but Beer Never Broke My Heart is atop the Billboard Country Airplay chart. At number two, the aforementioned Dan and Shay, All to Myself. That's the number two song in the land. Number three, Rearview Town from Jason Aldean. At four, Justin Moore's The Ones That Didn't Make It Back Home. And at number five, Raised on Country from Murfreesboro, Tennessee's Chris Young. That the Billboard Country Airplay chart as of this very moment. Now, let's take you back a few years and let's talk about another Kentuckian. You don't mind if we do that, do you? Of course not. Well, we'll go to Eastern Kentucky and we'll talk about Crystal Webb. Crystal Gale is, I'm just trying to get cute with the long haired one. Okay. She's got a couple of releases coming out and I got a email not long ago wanting to know if I'd like to interview Crystal Gale. I said I would. I haven't heard back, but Crystal Gale's coming, kind of coming out of the shadows after a while. She's digitally released Ribbon of Darkness available on the used digital outlets. And if that sounds familiar, it's because it was written by Gordon Lightfoot and was previously recorded by both Connie Smith and Marty Robbins. Crystal says it was the first song she ever sang at the Grand Ole Opry, and it's the lead single from her next album, You Don't Know Me, due out in early September. So Crystal Gale making new music. I know. I love it. Well, I can't wait. No, she's, you know, she still is uh, still has her office here on Music Row. And, uh, you know, she still makes her appearances at the Grand Ole Opry. I think maybe once or twice a year, but you know, she's very much in demand. I saw her last year at the, at the uh, awards gala for the NETD. So, you know, she's still very active in it, you know, and she's made enough money. She can pick and choose <coughs> or excuse me, where she wants to play and where she doesn't want to play, you know? And something tells me she's a huge hit overseas as well. And probably can go just live over there and tour all the time if she wanted to. But we want to keep her on Music Row, if at all possible. Other ladies making music. Now, this lady here is out of East Texas, so you can't claim her. Miranda Lambert's released Mess With My Head, the third single from her upcoming as-of-yet untitled album. And this is going to be Miranda Lambert's seventh studio album. Have you heard Mess With My Head or any of the other tracks from this yet-to-be-titled album? No, I have not, but I know the people that were involved in writing the album, and I got a feeling it's going to be a really, really good one. All right. Well, that to be on the lookout for for Miranda Lambert. How about a little B&D info? Brooks and Dunn, Kings of Neon. The exhibit is now open at the Country Music Hall of Fame and Museum in Nashville. Kix and Ronnie were on hand for the official opening. You can visit the exhibit between now and July 19th of next year, and Kix and Ronnie will also be inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame later this year congratulations to my fellow broadcasters and kicks and ronnie i'm not their fellow songwriter i'm not their fellow singer but i guess they both kind of do radio stuff from time to time so i'll kind of join that fraternity alongside them and precious how about the band trick pony that had a couple of hits 10 15 years ago and i think you've got some developing news from the lead singer of that trick pony i do as a matter of fact um it's uh they're now a duo Okay. Uh, you know, they uh, they released Iredeen um, a couple of years ago, and um, so it's just Heidi and 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 Keith Keith Burns, and Keith is actually co-producing with um, another a friend of ours, uh, a band a, a duo called Presley and Taylor. 
So, but him and Heidi are still touring. But right now, well, uh, they've got some projects that have sort of been dropped in their lap. So it's given Heidi an opportunity to work on her new record. I ran into her at the NAMM show in Nashville in oh. July, and she gave me a copy of the CD, the unofficial copy. Oh, my gosh. She sounds so good. She's got that smoky vocal going on. And it is Heidi at her best, and I'm so excited! I cannot wait to get uh, get out and and be able to write about everything I can about her record. You know, many years ago when I was really crippled before I had my knees replaced, I used to save my money at Sammy B's, which we call it Sammy used to be's when it closed. <laughs> and I would, get, unless I was with like Merle Kilgore or someone like that that was buying my lunch, I would save my money because I was a poor intern. And I would save the $2 instead of spending it on iced tea. I would give it to Heidi, who would always park my car up front, unknowing that I had uh, that I needed knee replacements. And I walked like I had cerebral palsy. But mm-hmm. she didn't know anything because I always wore long dresses like Granny Clampett. But, uh, you know, and she found out later that that was me. And she said, I always remember you would pay me with some of the big executives didn't, <laughs> you know, tip her, you know, when she parked my car. But, yeah, we've been knowing each other since the early 90s. So her and Keith, and I used to take care of Keith's little girl, Savannah, his other little girl, when he was a bass player for Joe Diffie's band in the early 90s, you know, to mid-90s. I was his nanny and took care of his two little girls. So, yeah, I've got a long history with Trick Pony. So I'm pretty excited about Keith's record with Presley and Taylor and um, and then Heidi's new record coming out. All right, Heidi Neufeld is who you're talking about. A trick pony going back in time. They burst on the scene with that self-titled debut on Warner Brothers Records in 2000. Poor Me was a big hit, followed by On a Night Like This and Just What I Do, Trick Pony. And we wish Heidi all the best and can't wait to maybe get her on the Y'all Show soon as a guest. All right, Precious, we had some big news coming out of Vegas as we wrap up with you. If you haven't been to Vegas and if you want to go to Vegas, we have another reason for you to head to Sin City as George Strait's Straight to Vegas is going to continue at T-Mobile Arena there in Vegas in 2020. And he's kind of performing there, kind of like Elvis did who, by the way, tomorrow will be the 42nd anniversary of Elvis Presley's death, and I'm sure that's a tough day for you, Precious. No, actually, it's Friday the 16th. Oh, is it? I'm sorry. My apologies. That's okay. That's okay. You know, anybody that knows enough about Elvis, you don't have to apologize, because I think uh, about there's not a lot of people that can answer 150 trivia questions about Elvis and not miss a one. But, uh, you know, but... You know, I know that you're not a big Elvis fan, but, uh, yeah, it made me sad. I remember exactly where I was at when I heard the news. But I will tell you, they're expecting forty to 50,000 people uh, hit Memphis this coming weekend for the week-long celebration of Elvis Week. And since temperatures is 115 here, the heat index, Memphis is probably 120 because it's in the Delta, you know, by the Mississippi. Mm -hmm. So I... Don't get me wrong. I love my Elvis, but I would not go to Elvis Week unless you paid me a buttload of money because it is hotter <laughs> than a mother down there. All right, let's saying. raise money. Let's get Memphis. Let's let's get Precious to to the Bluff City and and have her attend <laughs> Elvis Week. And George Strait's kind of my Elvis, so I, I think you can understand my affection for the king of country oh, yeah. music. Again, he'll be in Vegas. You can check him out there. And for all you Elvis fans. 
we'll we'll get you through the rest of these next couple of days together on the y'all show precious thank you very very much for coming on board and giving us your great information again i know country.com the website for you and college of songology and we look forward to catching up with you again next week all right dear everybody have a great week and i'll talk to y'all soon bye-bye all right there's precious and that will wrap up our y'all show today thank you for joining us we're going to have a great show coming your way thursday a look at the southeastern conference a look at festivals and we've got some other nice surprises coming your way on the thursday y'all show so you do not want to miss out on that and all the other fun that the y'all show provides each and every day thank you for listening to the show that's all about the south this is y'all with your host john Rawl. blue star medicated ointment gets five star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation blue star soothes insect bites and fungal infections It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Smear a bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back.